ग्रीटिंग्स ऑलरेडी हेयर वैशाली ऑफ क्लास प्लस वन वेलकम यू ऑल इन अवर स्कूल पॉडकास्ट वर्ड्स वर्ड्स एंड आई मेक यू नोट डाउन दैट दिस इज अवर एपिसोड नंबर थर्टी फाइव दिस टाइम थीम ऑफ अवर पॉडकास्ट इज स्लीप स्लीप इज द नेचुरल स्टेट ऑफ अवर रेस्ट इन विच अवर आईज आर क्लोज अवर बॉडी इज इनएक्टिव एंड अवर माइंड इज नॉट थिंक स्लीप इज एसेंशियल फॉर अवर गुड हेल्थ इन फैक्ट वी नीड स्लीप टू सर्वाइव जस्ट लाइक वी नीड फूड एंड वॉटर सो इट्स नो वो स्पेंड अबाउट वन थर्ड ऑफ अवर लाइफ स्लीपिंग दिस प्रोसेस आर वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट फॉर अवर ओवरऑल हेल्थ विदाउट दैम अवर बॉडी कैन नॉट फंक्शन प्रॉपरली डू यू नो आई डू द स्लीप्स हेयर्स द आंसर Sleep is essential to build our brain to work in the environment which we live. Every night our brain free programs and sleep is the most essential state by which that happen. It's just like getting software updated for your brain. If we talk about scientific reason, we all have a internal biological clock that regulates our 24 hour sleeps. We call this circadian rhythm. and the light is the primary factor that influences the psyche during the day when there is light our brain releases a hormone called cortisol which keeps us awake and as sunset and night appear causing darkness our brain triggers the release of melatonin a hormone that makes us sleepy for most of us sleep feels like a pause button where we went on bad shut our eyes and our body just stop functioning but there is a lot more going on behind those closed eyes now let's know about some benefits of the sleeping the brain stores new information get rid of toxic waste next the body repairs cells restores energy and releases molecules like hormones and proteins similarly sleep is necessary for emotional health also a healthy and strong immune system depends only on a good sleep sleep keeps us healthy and functioning well at the last i would like to end up with this a beautiful quote a good laugh and a long sleep are the best cures in the doctor book thank you so much Greetings of the day. I am Kitab Class Person. I am going to speak second section of our school podcast, School Flyers, in which we make our audience aware about school news. Here we go. News number one. This month is dedicated to book club, and students are being encouraged to read more and more books. Number two. A school hockey team are pulling up their socks to compete with cluster team, which is going to happen on 22 August. Number three. Every student and our teachers of APS Mamoon participated enthusiastically in Har Ghar Tiranga campaign. Number 4. APS Mamoon celebrates 75th independence with full wheel. Number 5. Little gems of APS Mamoon celebrates Christian Mashtami. Number 6. Class plus 1 exams are going to start from 22 August. Greetings of the day. Today, I, the man of class 11, is going to do 
a book review of Sleephead by Henry Nichols. Delayed Diagnosis When Henry Nichols was 21, he began having difficulty staying awake during the day. Naps did not lift his brain fog or refresh him. He tried to hold sleep at bay by running in place, pinching himself or singing aloud. A year and a half later, Nichols received a diagnosis of narcolepsy. He was lucky. Most people with narcolepsy lack a diagnosis for about 15 years. As I have learned about bad sleep in all many forms, so I have come to appreciate what good sleep means and how to achieve it. Narcolepsy and other sleep disorders elude diagnosis because medical students receive little training in sleep and sleep disorders and few primary care physicians are knowledgeable on the topic. Doctors often mistake the symptoms for depression. Humans need between 6 and 8 hours of sleep a night, but not everyone needs the same amount. Variation in sleep patterns and the reluctance of people who suffer sleep problems to seek medical help contribute to the lack of accurate diagnosis. For every sleep disorder, the terrain of road with danger and the route is higher ground and good sleep is hard to sport and even perilous is to follow. People with narcolepsy can suffer cataplexy, sleep paralysis, disjointed sleep and terrifying nocturnal vision or hallucinations. Henry Nichols experienced his first major attack of cataplexy in 1994. He was watching television with his friends and could not move or make a sound. The episode was brief. Nichols excused it for a singular event. During the next months, more incidents occur. Nichols's doctor considered they could be caused by the rare form of epileptic seizures, making choking may trigger. Choking may trigger cataplexy as may surprise, joy, fear or other strong emotions. His doctors measured his brain activity, heart rate and muscle tone, while his friends made him laugh, triggering attacks. The brain scan confirmed that Nichols was conscious throughout. People without narcolepsy responds to humor with a significant increase in hypothalamus activity and less in amygdala. The hypothalamus of people with narcolepsy remains quiet while the amygdala experiences a surge in activity. In 1929, Hans Berger measured electrical activity in the brain during sleep using EEG, electroencephalography. Sleep has distinct stages that EEG can differentiate. Working in the sleep lab of Nathaniel Klitman, graduate student, Eugene Azrinsky observed rapid eye movement. When Azrinsky 
walk subject during rapid eye movement REM sleep he discovered they were dreaming dreams people need around 80 minutes of REM sleep per night REM sleep begins in the primal region of the brain the pons dreaming may be a byproduct of activity in the cortex while the purpose of REM sleep remains unclear people with narcolepsy experience more REM sleep sleep disorders most humans are either awake or asleep when the line between the two blurs people experience parasomnias automatic behavior that results from the brain sleeping while the body continues an activity for example nichols took notes during the lecture while sleeping children experience sleep talking bedwetting sleep walking and sleep terrors for some people these behaviors persist into adulthood in rem sleep behavior disorder rbd muscles continue to activate during rem sleep one third of people with narcolepsy particularly men display rbd behavior which may derive from the same root as cataplexy narcolepsy a head injury or tumor can bring a narcolepsy but the cause is hard to pinpoint for most people with the condition a genetic predisposition of narcolepsy is likely and human leukocyte antigene hla which are responsible for autoimmune condition may play a role treating narcolepsy doctors once prescribed amphetamines but today's treatments combine stimulants antidepressants and sodium oxide to improve night sleep these drugs treat symptoms rather than the neurodegeneration degeneration or lack of hypocretin these are the goals companies produce synthetic hypocretins but ingest or injected hypocretin may not reach the hypothalamus the blood brain barrier is too strong and complex the market for the medication is small companies do not invest sustainably in these research and development article why do we need to sleep magazine the atlantic cretans of the day iru is going to talk about an article which was published in 2018 in the atlantic magazine titled why do we need to sleep what is the physical substrate of sleepiness early in the 20th century a french scientist prevented a group of dogs from sleeping for 10 days he then drew fluid from the brains of tired canines and injected it into well-rested pure spring immediately fell asleep what substance in the fluid had transplanted the sleepiness from one animal to other 
in the midst of the hurried scramble for survival across eons of bloodshed and deaths and flight uncountable millions of living things have laid themselves down for an ice long bout of unconsciousness this hardly seems conductive to living to fight another day researchers at japan's international institute for integrative sleep medicine in tasukuba are studying the basic mechanism of sleep in one study observing 8000 mice they discovered that the sleep pressure the desire to sleep that grows stronger the longer one is awake doesn't occur in mice when researchers remove certain brain cells have scientists discovered the molecules or combination of molecules that govern sleep in the 1990s researchers found that the mice which lacked the neurotransmitter orexin were unable to stay awake people who suffered from narcolepsy it turned out were similar to unable to produce orexin researchers at the tuscuba institute are collaborating with a pharma company to develop a proxy for orexin that might bring relief to narcoleptics if you need more proof that sleep with its peculiar many state structure and tendency to fill your mind with nonsense isn't some passive energy saving state consider that the golden hamsters have been observed waking up from the bouts of hibernation in order to nap whatever they are getting from sleep it's not available to them while they are hibernating one sleep inducing substance endorphin builds up throughout the day and dissipates during sleep when endorphin is present in large amounts the brain may go on some kind of clean up duty a protein emerges to destruct idle synapses possibly trimming away unneeded memories Too many cups of coffee mitigate endorphin effects. Caffeine binds to endorphin receptors, leaving the molecule dysfunctional. Tossing and turning, my body and my heart. Restless I remember everything I thought I forgot I count sheep for hours there must be a million of them It's past midnight and I can't get any rest Greetings of the day Today Agitika Mahajan is going to talk about an article which was published in 2017 in the Guardian titled Finally a cure for insomnia Sleeplessness has become normal. One in three adults in United Kingdom have chronic insomnia, and doctors prescribe the sleep-inducing hormone melatonin ten times more than in 2008. Plenty of data link insomnia to heart attacks, cancer, and a wide range of mental illnesses. People had tried all classic sleep hygiene tips. limiting caffeine turning off phones and taking hot baths before bedtime had little else to turn to jonathan crary quoted sleeplessness is the inevitable symptom of an era in which we are encouraged to be both unceasing consumers and unceasing creators 80% of patients say the london based insomnia clinic cured their sleeplessness 
or improved it drastically. Psychiatrist and clinic founder Hugh Selsic treats insomnia as a disorder in itself rather than as just a symptom of another problem like sleep apnea. This is validating for the more than 1000 patients from around the country who have felt shame knowing it's natural to sleep but they can't. Selsic once started with a 5 week program combines cognitive behavioral therapy with something selsic term sleep efficiency training a calibrated reduction of the amount of time the patient spends in bed because the insomniacs often link the bedroom with frustration alertness and fear the therapy helps people reassociate it with sleep selsic also started a program to train doctors to run their own cognitive behavioral therapy sessions which he plans to host semi yearly to help britain's natural health service gear up to treat insomnia at scale my dear students number one takeaway lesson is to get up at the same time in the morning you begin to feel sleepy at the same time every night and over weeks your bedtime will naturally become consistent number two takeaway lesson is different people may need 6 or 9 hours of sleep rather than commonly assumed 8 hours number three takeaway lesson is to have a sleep cycle by maintaining a sleep diary set the same wake up time each morning and avoid naps Number 4 takeaway lesson is by practicing relaxation techniques that is guided meditation. Number 5 takeaway lesson is by keeping your gadgets aside at least 1 hour before your sleep time, exercising to get tired and reading book. Thank you. Greetings of the day. I Simran is going to talk about an article which was published in 2017 in the Atlantic magazine titled How to Sleep. People with sleep deprivation show similar symptoms to someone who is drunk. If a person does not get enough sleep for a prolonged period of time, they run the risk of serious health problems. Not sleeping enough also has similar effects to drinking too much alcohol. It causes a significant drop in cognitive skills. as well as a loss of self awareness this means that people who are overtired still think that they are able to perform at the usual level the average adult needs between 7 to 9 hours of sleep in a 24 hour cycle to function at the optimum ability studies have found that most adults need between 7 to 9 hours of sleep to perform at the best only about 1% of the population can live on 4 to 5 hours of sleep without problems even slight sleep deprivation that is allowing people only 6 hours of sleep can cause a noticeable drop in performance on cognitive tests consuming caffeine causes the body to release the hormone adrenaline putting it in fight or flight mode 
caffeine triggers the release of adrenaline in people's blood, causing something akin to the flight and fight response. It interferes with adenosine, a chemical that keeps people's neural activity in a restful state. Too much intake of caffeine can cause the body to be in a constant state of high alert, which then negatively impacts sleep and energy cycles. Research shows that screen light can seriously affect the human sleep cycle. Experts are concerned that using tablet computers and mobile devices at night time negatively affect people's health because it interferes with the natural process of falling asleep. Light directly stimulates the hypothalamus, the part of the brain that controls the sleep cycle. At night, when light gets dimmer, the hypothalamus causes the hormone melatonin to be released into the blood, signaling to the body that it is time to sleep. In the morning, this process stops, causing the body to wake up. Besides taking melatonin supplements, there are several healthier and safer alternatives to promote a good night's sleep. Melatonin supplements, which can be bought without a prescription in United States, are becoming a popular means of helping people to sleep. So far, very little is known about the long-term effects of using these supplements and whether they actually improve the quality or length of sleep. Much healthier and safer alternatives include reducing caffeine intake, keeping away from lit screens before going to bed, and sticking to roughly the same time for going to bed and getting up in the morning each day. Thank you.